Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Clemson do got some weapons on that team, though. 
I understand, but you know they, you know they hype up the SEC like they are the truth. Always the last past couple of years since that deal with ESPN, but at the mm-hmm. same time, we down here we don't want to see them boys lose. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know I what I'm saying? I mean, I even rooted for Arkansas. Wow. Just <laughs> saying, man. Hey, shout out to South Carolina too, man. You know they played a good game too as well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He did the same thing. But you know what, man? I will be officially going to my daughter's school. Uh, you know, what I'm saying going to my first college game. Not my first college game, but my first college college game at her school. You know, what I'm saying right. Try to support them Savannah Tigers. The Adam Boyd, the fam, you. Yeah, my cousin played for Savannah. He was a wide receiver. Um, back in like 2000, 99, 2000, 2000. Yeah, that's where uh, Sterling Sharp came from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Sharp. Sterling oh. Sharp. But I mean, you know, it's going to be a good experience. I get the chance to see the March of 100 off probation, so you know what they're going to do. They're going to act right. cool. Oh, yeah. They're going to act Most cool. Definitely. So I'm, I'm waiting on that. Most definitely. Most definitely. Yeah. So, but, uh,. Yeah, a lot of other things going on. I mean, I really, you know, I watch CNN every day. I don't know about you, you know, Kevin, but I watch CNN every day. And, you know, of course, the last past couple of, you know, days, you know, the biggest story, of course, is, you know, the potential war with Syria. Um, And I think today they will talk about President Obama, you know, asking Congress to um, move forward with the uh, military strike. Over there um, So I guess we'll find out Some more information about that um, After a while I don't know how long This will take um, But I'm, I'm Suspecting that he is hoping For a speedy process With this But We don't need to also, Huh We don't need to man It's simple as that Yeah, yeah. I know um, They show Turkey You know the country of Turkey And they are doing their um, You know their non-violent protests over there, you know, promoting peace. Um, and, you know, a lot of people, you know, on Instagram that I follow have been posting, you know, pictures about, you know, we don't need war, you know, we need peace, we need to find a common ground, things like that. Or, you know, one person had a picture about um, war would not exist if we leave other countries alone. Well, That is almost a true statement. I know other things happening on this planet that we cannot control. But by us being the might of the British Empire, and and, and those out there that know what I'm talking about, you you feel what I'm saying. But by America being the might of the British Empire, it seems like every time something pops off, there's a hidden hand that makes everything fall into place like they want it to. Right. You know, and with with this thing going on with Syria, man, Russia is like, hey, man, Y'all keep acting a fool. We gonna jump into this, and you know that's a, that's one of their strongest allies. You know they got a lot of ties in there, but it, it you know it all boils back down to one thing. That's all. Now, are we to look at President uh, Obama like we look at at Bush? Are we to look at him like that? That's what I'm wondering because all these unfounded wars that we're going into, and I mean most likely we probably won't have any boots on the ground per se. I think they're going to just, like, really just bomb them and drone them to death. But at the same time, you know, with this whole chemical warfare and all that stuff, man, you watch enough movies, man, you know people can come in. Each side is blaming the other right now, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at the same Mm time, who's to say that our government didn't go in there or had some other rebels or whoever to go in and set off whatever happened over there with the chemicals? Who does not say that? Not to speculate and be a uh, conspiracy theorist, but, man, I mean, dude, what is the purpose of this? Yeah. It yeah. has it's no, of, I mean, it has no value, no effect on us, period. There's a lot of things that, um, you know, I really want to find some more information about uh, myself, which I'm going to actually do some more research on it because it's just real, you know, it's just, it's just all of a sudden, you know, but yep. of course things go on when other things are going on, like the whole big thing about Miley Cyrus. Because at first, you know, I didn't hear anything about Syria until one of my followers on Twitter posted something about, 
you know, people so caught up on Molly on uh, Molly Cyrus twerking that they are not following up on what's going on in Siri. Mm-hmm. So I, I was like, what's going on in Siri? He was like, you ain't know? I was like, no. I was like, you need to go look it up. So that's when I went and looked it up. And finally, um, I think it was Anderson Cooper who I was watching one night. He did a little special on it. And I was like, man, that, that is so crazy. I mean, you know, they media put things in front of us to distract us from what is really going on. True that. So, I sure you go to the BBC, oh. brother. The BBC always have some legitimate stories. Yeah. It's unbiased. I ain't going to say it's unbiased, but it's kind of unfiltered a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they were also talking about one thing that um, um, Syria and um, Syria has some hackers over there that if something were to happen that if Syria were to team up with China and Russia and um, another country or whatever, they can actually, you know, get to the point where they are um, sending viruses to our electrical system. But they were saying that they really? don't think the hackers are as um, are as yeah. technologically talented as our hackers to make it, you know, to the point where it caused like, you know, any. Immense devastation But who knows We don't know that You know I'm thinking This is just speculation Based off of um, I forgot the the, uh, guy's name That CNN just interviewed But um, he's one of Like he's a former hacker And Snowden Not Snowden But the other No 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 no, This is another guy Um, But um, They were saying Like they interviewed the guy You know He was saying that If that were to be the case, you know, it could cause some type of devastation. Hmm. So, well, um, you know what you know what it is, man. I mean, there's so yeah. many, so many things going on behind the scene. And the thing about it, as as a uh, as a uh, an aware person, you should always ask questions and pay attention. You know what I'm saying? You can't just go with the flow. Oh, the news says this. Just like nine eleven. Right. Man, come on, man. Y'all know them buildings ain't fall behind them planes. Come on, son. Right. Come on, man. Right. There's so many things you got to pay attention to and use common sense. We got, we all got it, but there's too many sheeple out there. Yes, I said sheeple. Yeah, sheep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, everybody just please pay attention to what's going on. Watch the news. Talk to others about it. Um, you know, just be aware because we don't know what may happen. You know. You know, our country could be excited. I mean, I don't know. You know, we just need to be prepared and, um, you know, for anything that could possibly happen. You know, I don't like war. I hate that we have to fight for certain things. And I hate that other countries fight against each other. Because you got to think about it. When they show those pictures and videos of what happened after the war, all I see is little kids lost their homes. Family lost their jobs. You know, people out there hungry. People out there sick and dying. You know, that's the effects after war. You know, yep. so we have to think about that. But um, we're not. Yeah. I mean, we're not. We're not warmongers, man. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, you got to think about humanity. But you know, you got so many people that sit mm-hmm. out here and just constantly, constantly just want to 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 push the issue of war because war makes money. War yeah. makes a whole lot of money. Yeah. And that's what they. Yeah. That's what they. They're, they're contemplating, and that's what they anticipate. So, man, you know, we just got to be more aware, like you said, Al. I truly agree with that, my brother. But I'll let everybody know we're talking about, well, kind of the gist of what we're talking about today for all those that are just tuning in. Well, we have some various topics in which we will be discussing today. Um, we pretty much just enlighten you guys on uh, the Syrian um, situation that we have right now. Um, also, there are some other topics in which we're going to go over today, such as, um, you know, we're going to talk about Juicy J. And his fifty thousand dollar scholarship campaign. You know, we're going to talk about this this um, other clip to where these two black males were um, in a restaurant, and these two white police officers. Um, I'm not saying that they um, uh, racially profiled these guys, but according to the video, it looked like racial profiling. And so there are conflicting stories as far as the white police officers are saying one thing and the police department are believing their side. And, you know, the two black males, they are saying their side of it. And, of course, you know, if you look at the video, their side of it, in my opinion, it holds up. 
Mm-hmm. Also, we have, we have another uh, clip in which we're going to talk about today where a judge over in Alabama um, wanted her son to change his name. And I'm not going to tell you the name until we get to that actual clip, because I really want you guys to uh, pay attention. Um, that is causing some controversy right now. I don't know if it has any um, TV publicity on it right now, but um, some people need to be standing out about that. You know, that's 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 crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. But um, if you have any other topics or anything that you have seen in the news or in local media that is, you know, something that you would like the world to know, dial 718-508-9972. The phone lines are open. You are tuning into the Middleman Talk Show with Alan and Kevin. And let's get right into it, man. Um, What's that? Let's talk about Juicy J. Juicy, Juicy, Juicy. juicy. Man. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. I, I mean, really, I really, I really don't it's know. It's crazy. That's crazy. I mean, you he couldn't think I of know. anything else to give $50,000 away to from as a competition, like either a songwriting or beat making or a drawing competition or a kid, you know, who having like the best GPA or something at his old high school. Or, you know, it's just twerking. Man, how about let's how about let's start a uh, uh <clears throat> matter of fact let let's start a Juicy J Triple Six fund a college fund. I mean, wouldn't that make more sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This fool gonna sit up here and, and just do it like that, man. Come on, son. I mean, you know, as a matter of fact, we all everybody didn't know. It's, it's, this dude is giving away five. What is five thousand dollars right now? Fifty. Fifty. Fifty thousand dollars for a twerk off contest for college students. Who? What they do it's that? A scholarship. At? A scholarship. Scholarship for college. Fifty thousand dollars. I mean, now, what you want me, your daughter doing that for that scholarship? I know most people are like, man, I get my daughter out there fifty thousand dollars. That pay for the school. But what about the integrity part of it? That's the thing. That what hurts. But then I, you know, everybody that knows me, you know, I try to find the positive about every situation. So the positive out of this particular particular situation, this is fifty thousand dollars that a kid won't have to take out student loans for for school if that person wants. Okay. If that's that's cool, that's cool to you. That that that's just my positive side of it. I'm not saying I, I understand you won't look at the positive. But what 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 can we look at the positive? What if they say what if they say uh, a a Peter sucking contest? I mean, look, man. I mean, they, they're going that far. This is about though. <laughs> but I'm like I said, I always try to find the positive out of it. You know what I'm saying? And this particular situation, that is fifty thousand dollars that a kid. You know, hopefully that particular kid has parents that will use that money correctly if they were to win it to put towards their college tuition. Now, some and colleges go to, it won't cost you $50,000. So you have some money left over. It's still a principle, though. You know what I mean? I wouldn't I, want my I child do. out there, especially my daughter, shaking her butt for $50,000, man. On camera. On camera, and on that camera. video will be out there forever, too. Exactly. So what does that do for potential job situations? That's true. You know what I'm saying? You got people looking at your That's Facebook true. page. You got people looking at your Twitter. You got people looking at this. I mean, this brother could have came 20,000 times better than this. Like I said, you right. said it even also. Let's, let's, let's contribute this to a science project. Let's contribute this to a social project. Let's contribute it to something else other than you talking about shaking your booty. Yeah, I understand that. I really do. I really do. Now, Just of saying. course, like, like like Kevin said, you know, said the integrity of the person. But let's go back to when girls gone wild was out. Now, you know those, you know, young females that were on those videos. They were like the majority of them were college students. Right. I wonder how many of those females who were actually in those videos were affected by the job market. Um. Girls Gone Wild, I think it, that that perception is a little bit different because um, black females, let's get this straight 100, man. 
Black females are looked upon in a bad light, period. You know, because of the perception that media is giving them, our music is giving them, all these different things. I mean, a white girl can have a past. Not all of them, but some of them can have a past. And some, some black girls can have a past. But, I mean, white girls can normally have a past and still get away with it. All right. You know what I'm saying? But you take a sister and she has that type past, you know, they may not get away with that. I mean, especially, especially if the, the white girl is a high girl too. Let's keep it real. Well, that's true too. That's true too. That's true too. Those dumb blinds, you know what I'm saying? But um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, Kevin. I don't know. Now, well, I'm just, if, I'm, I, it, it is what it is, man. I mean, I wouldn't yeah. want, you know, personally as a father. You know, I mean, I, I maybe I'm looking at it from just my standpoint and only my perspective. But uh, I couldn't see myself putting my female in that, my, my daughter, my little young female into that position. You understand what I'm saying? Just for the money. Because if you do that, what else will you do for money? I, I, yeah, I understand that. And then also, too, look at it this way. You're going to have some of those, you know, ladies who are going to submit videos and their parents will not know anything about it until later on. True that. But but see the, the 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 consequences for the actions, man, is what what really you know can make yeah, everything go downhill. Because right. if you well, if you if you, you got to think about it, man. Yeah, you could do you what what your parent always used to tell you was done in the dark shall be we'll come to the light. Come to the light shall be brought out to the light. Period. And the thing about it is, if you if your daughter or your son is doing things in that facet, somewhere along that line, it's gonna be exposed. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you're doing your parental duties. That's if you're doing your parental duty. That's if you're doing your parental <laughs> But see, the thing about it is, man, Juicy J comes from a great background as far as with his parents. His father's yep. a pastor. I think his mother's a pastor, too, I want to say. But yeah. for him to stoop down to this, I mean, I wonder who really put this man up to this. Juicy J just crazy like that to me in general anyway. He probably came up with it because of all, you know, the twerk videos and the publicity that he probably would get off from it for, you know, his album and everything else that he probably has coming up. But you got to think, if he's giving away 50000 think about all the money that he's going to make out the publicity of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, it's a publicity I mean, stunt. Know him, he, he knows, knows it. Yeah. It's great publicity you know. stunt, man. Right. You know, he he's, he's all about money. But, I mean, he is a supporter of Miley Cyrus and her twerking. <laughs> I think he's a part of the reason why she's twerking. <laughs> oh, yeah. Geeking, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tweaking also. Oh, yeah. But, you know, right. I mean, with, with Juicy J, man, honestly, man, I, I don't support this brother. And I think if you guys ever listen to the talk of the town, man, I think that, you know, we always stress that needs to be a change in the attitude of the people that we support. Jen says it a lot. We got to be careful who we put money behind and who we, what situation we put them in, because we. This is one of the results of giving the person this kind of money. Your dollars is going towards this idiotic brainchild of this boy, Juicy J. Mm-hmm. So you know, hey man, that cat right there, man, he'll be all right. He'll be all right because you know what? One day his daughter gonna be put into that situation. Let's see how he reacts to that. Hmm. I don't know. He might support it. He's so crazy. Man, if he do that, man, his daddy going to probably shoot him like Marvin Gaye daddy did. <laughs> Just saying. That. Just saying. I would that. <laughs> but, yeah, man, let's um, let's switch this up a little bit, man. Let's go into this Wild Wing story, man. Let's go into this Wild Wing story. For all those that may not be aware of this story, this happened, it happened in North Carolina. And, basically, a black family was celebrating the you know one of their family members leaving the area you know progressing on their life 25 a part of 25 you got to put the 25 in there 25 okay. black members 25 it was 25 family. black members and you know they went to this little restaurant called wild wings and we have my we have out here also i will not be going back there again but uh <laughs> But, uh, you know, they were actually leaving. We're going to let this clip tell this story for us, and then we're going to let this clip set it up. And after this, we're going to come back and discuss this wild wing issue. Check this out. We should be upset. 
Michael Brown says he was celebrating his cousin's last day in Charleston last month at Wild Wing Cafe in North Charleston. He says after his party of 25 waited two hours for a table, the shift manager told them there was a situation. She said, well, um, there's a situation where one of our customers feels threatened by your party, so she asked us not to sit you in our section, which totally alarmed all of us because we're sitting there peaceably for two hours. Obviously, if we were causing any conflict, we would have been ejected out of the place hours before. Brown says while he was talking to the shift manager, someone in his group began videotaping the conversation. Brown said that's when the manager became upset and refused to seat them. So I asked, I said, I want to be clear with you. I said, so you're telling me I have to leave. She said, I have a right to deny you service. I said, so you're asking me to leave because you're upset because he was recording you. After we've waited for two hours and after you've already pretty much discriminated on us. And she answered yes. Brown says several calls were made to the corporate office in Mount Pleasant, but he says they did not receive a call back. So he took to Facebook with this post today. It read, I will never go to Wild Wings Cafe in North Charleston again. We waited two hours patiently and were refused service because another customer felt threatened by us. The manager looked me dead in the face and said she was refusing us service because she had a right to. That caught the restaurant's attention. We got alerted through social media, so we always encourage our customers to respond to us or to comment on our social media pages. Representatives for Wild Wing Cafe say they immediately responded and spoke to Brown. We had a conversation, it was a really good conversation. Um, he and many of his family and friends were there about a month ago, and they're regular customers of ours, and so they were having a going away party, and um, they just didn't receive the experience that they have come to know and love about Wild Wing Cafe. Brown says an apology was offered and a free meal for the entire group, but he says he's not completely satisfied. We weren't coming there for a free meal. When we came there that night, we were we were coming to patronize their business. This is not a situation where, you know, you could just give us a free meal and everything's okay because it's deeper than that. It's deeper than that. Right. Deeper than right. that. I just... I got mad at the fact that Wild Wings only gave them the opportunity for a free meal. I just thought that was just I was so offended by that. Disturbing. Yeah. I, I was offended by that, honestly. I mean like you you your your restaurant just presented a true nature of what the civil rights leaders of 1960 on on out to you know on out to now you know were screaming about you know the the equality of being able to eat and sit at a restaurant you know all these cities that we went through you know the freedom riders and this is another act of that in 2013 that's what makes um, sense I mean, honestly, man, you know, me personally, man, I, I don't want to deal with that establishment. And uh, shouts out to the uh, conversations. Uh, you know what I'm saying? The reason why I say as far as me boycotting and don't want to deal with it, we need a form of unity, man. Because at yeah. the end of the day, if we don't stick together, just like Al said, with our forefathers as far as the civil rights era, the people before them, if we don't stick together, man, there's no power in nothing we say. This type of thing can go on. And if they sit up there and say, uh, well, you know, it's okay, we'll go back there, fine, mm-hmm. you know, let it go. Next thing you know, let another group of blacks come in. And they were like, oh, no. This lady over right. here said, you guys look suspicious, so we don't want to bring you guys in. So to nip it in right. the bud, let, what you hurt people at the most is their pockets. Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. want to prove anything to these people in this country, you hurt their pockets and watch what happens. Watch what happens. I said nothing happened to the managers, but I tell you like this: um, one of the comments on the feed of the video uh, when I first watched it uh, last week was um, the lady was like, the white lady who made the comment probably didn't even give a tip. But you got to think about 25 people coming in there to eat versus you losing one tip. One tip. One tip. See, that's the moronic part about it because. When you think about that whole scenario right there, Ad, and I'm glad you brought that up because twenty five if that one person only gave five bucks and each one of these people give two bucks, 
That's more than what they got, period. And also, repeat yeah. customers. Because if you lose mm-hmm. one customer, that one customer can turn to 10. Now, think about this right here. That's 25 people. Now, if 25 of those tell 10 people, that's 250 people. That 250 tell 10 people, that's 2,500 people. Hmm. Now think about it. It's easy to lose. It's easy to to maintain and keep customers than it is to reestablish them again. Right. Right. You see what I'm saying? So right. for them to to you know to to sit up there and say, well, and, and you know we don't want to make it a racial thing, but God, they made it that. They made it that. They made, they it, made that. it that. When she said, well, she feels a little threatened by your group, and you think about it every time. That they see two or three of us together. Oh, we got to break that up. Oh, 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 no, no, that's a problem right there. Right. When there is a possessive noun in your description of what's going on, a little bit of racism is coming out. When you say <laughs> you people, or those people, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, oh. I agree. I agree. And we, we've always, uh, we, you know, we always try to stress this, man. We we got to unify ourselves with with our decisions and actions. I'm not saying everybody going one direction because that that right there's like a lemon jump jumping off a cliff. No, right. not by not by not by any means. But go back to our previous archives. We had a show called "Do Black People Need a PR Specialist?" Part one and part two. This is the point in time where we need to have someone outside of the old Slick Willie, uh, what's his name, Al Sharpton, and all the rest of them. Them fat cats. Mm-hmm. We don't need mm-hmm. them on the news for nothing like this. We need good people that has common sense that can get out there and make things happen to make us look in a better light. Yeah, that's true. Yep. I, I mean, agree with I, you, they, you know, not not all all people are not all white people are racist against blacks in America, but you have a few because of what they've been taught. See, it's education also. You know what I'm saying? And when you think about the education of America or Americans, you know, even in the classroom, we're taught that we're inferior and they are superior. So, therefore, yes, that's the basis of racism, you know. But at mm-hmm. the same time, a lot mm-hmm. of them don't fall for that, that okie-doke. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Most definitely. Yeah. Now, you know, but um, that, you that know, story I, right there, man, it, it really throwed me off, man. And, yeah. and, I mean, I think the brother handled himself very well. Very and at professional. The same time, yeah, and, and at the same time, man, you know, he could have been like a lot of these ignorant people out here just cutting up, cutting and screaming and all that. But the thing about it, they did not respond to this family until until it got on Facebook. And, and if yep. you notice at the beginning of the clip, they were saying, you know, if you if you go back and watch the story, we're going to see if we can post it up on our uh, Facebook group. And if y'all want to join our Facebook group, please go over to the middleman, uh, what it is, uh, Facebook.com forward slash the middleman talk show or something like that. Facebook, mm-hmm. whatever it is, but join that. We're going to post it up. But the media was saying that, you know, the the, the company was trying to respond through Facebook. They they reached out to them through Facebook, but this man called corporate several times. No answer. They did not return his call. No answer. At all. But see, when we, when we put the race card on the table, a lot of people, they, they looking at us like cry wolf now. Oh, it ain't nothing. Oh, it ain't nothing happened. But at the same time, this man had a legitimate gripe, a legitimate, you know what I'm saying, a legitimate claim against this woman. And when she said, I have the right to refuse you, is this 1960? Is this 1960? I'm trying to figure this one out. Maybe to her. You know, she can take it and she can have it. But I know one thing for myself and to all the people that's in my listening voice right now, Yes, we the middleman, Kevin. I don't know, Al, you agree with me that's on you or not. But I will not be going to any wild wings. I don't even care if it's buffalo wild wings. Y'all about to catch it too. (laughs) 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 It's telling you, man. man. It's going down. It's going down. But, I mean, honestly, man, we we definitely have to stand up for ourselves, and we do have to make a presence known. Uh, And when it comes to our money, you know, and the time, that we take out to, you know, uh, frequent these restaurants and stuff, and our service uh, suck, and, you know, you get bad service. How many times have you gone to a restaurant, your food is cold, you know what right. I'm saying? Just like our co-host Jen was saying that she was uh, following around the store, and she actually called the manager and like, I'm not going to let this happen. You're going to know about this before I leave. And she did in a very professional manner, and she got results behind that. 
You know what I'm saying? You got to stand your ground on this. And that is true. Most definitely. Most definitely. The phone lines are open. 718-508-9972. If you have a comment, press the number one. Uh, we definitely think think the dialogue that is going on in the chat room with uh, the conversation done Calypso. Um, very interesting dialogue going on over there. So if you do not have a uh, blog talk profile, just go to blogtalkradio.com hit sign up and just um, sign up as a listener. That way you can actually go through the middleman talk show page and you can join the discussion and the chat room. Appreciate those people out there. Um, next door. Next door. Yeah. Next door. This one right here, man, is going to put some of y'all on the edge of your seat and be completely peed off about this story. I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm, I got peed off about this one, too, Al. I really didn't appreciate this one. Um, I'm going to let this clip explain this one right here. And if you want to comment, like I said, the phone lines are open. So we're about to play this clip. And, and this one is about a judge and a boy. She wanted him to change his name because... Well, I'm going to let the clip see it. Here it is, right here. At seven months old, Say hi. Jaleesa Martin's son is teething. He has two at the bottom. He's ready to crawl, <laughs> but his name is still up for debate. I was shocked. His birth certificate reads Messiah Deshaun Martin. But Jaleesa and the father could not agree on a last name, which is how they ended up at a child support hearing in Cock County Chancery Court. I thought out into the future. Child support judge Luann Ballou ordered his name be Martin McCullough. It includes both parents' last names, but leaves out Messiah. The word Messiah is a title, and it's a title that has only been earned by one person, and that one person is Jesus Christ. Never intended on that naming my son Messiah because it means God. And I didn't think a judge could make me change my baby's name because of her religious beliefs. It's the first time Judge Ballou has ordered a first name change. She says the decision is best for the child, growing up in a county with a large Christian population. It could put him at odds with a lot of people. And at this point, he has had no choice in what his name is. Everybody believes what they want, so I think I should be able to name my child what I want to name him. Jaleesa's two older children are named Micah and Mason. She likes the name Messiah and thought it was unique. What are your thoughts uh, for children who are named Jesus? Well, I thought about that as well. Um, And that's not relevant to this case. Judge Ballou says the parents will have to change the name on the birth certificate, but Jaleesa is appealing the judge's decision. And regardless... Will you still continue to call him Messiah? Yes, I will. What's in a name? For a Newport seven-month-old, it's a question with no single answer. Mm. Mm-hmm. As you probably, as you just heard that clip right there, yes, the judge wants the mother to change her son's name from Messiah to this other name. Who does that? I wonder what, what the dinner was like that night. I don't know, but I wonder what her dinner conversation with her husband or whoever she talked to was like that night. I, I mean, really do. I'm not understanding this because, number one, I know several Messiahs. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. But at the same time, you want to fix your mouth to tell me that I need to change my child name because there's only one person designated and designed. What if she didn't? What if she wasn't a Christian? What if she was Muslim? What if she was Muslim? Huh? Obviously, she wants to name her son Messiah. That's not uncommon in in the realm of, of religion because they say the Messiah, quote unquote, Messiah. Mm-hmm. But does that lead her to that point where she can step in and change this kid's name in the conversation? Um, I guess she did have the right because they're fighting and trying to appeal that right now. She changed his name. She changed the name. I think it is the most idiotic thing that I've ever heard of. Only in America, only in the South. Where you're going to tell somebody you have to change your child's name. 
What did he do to that? I don't know, man, but she deserves one of those Bernie Mac slaps, man. Real tough. Isn't it? And, and, you know, the thing about it is the mother, you know, she 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 said what she liked. She didn't have any particular reason. or I, And then she asked, did you know that this was X, Y, and Z? She's like, no, I just like the way the name sounds. That matches my other children's name. But this judge <laughs> is going to step in and say, you know, you may offend somebody. You may give him a hard time. He may get a hard time. From other people, who who do they give any? He basically just that? said he can't be black, man. That's basically yeah. what you say. I'm just saying. Really? I, really? If that was me, man, I, I'm telling you, man, these people are very good because I could not contain myself. Mm-hmm. If somebody came, my, my you know my daughter's name. What if they told me oh, I could yeah. name my daughter her name? Oh, I would yeah. be peeved to the, the man. Just, just straight up, man. What? Mm. Have any of you out there had this instance where someone looked at you funny because of your child's name? And we we talked about this before. We had a call actually call in because we were talking about ghetto names. Yes, we were mm-hmm. talking about ghetto name. If your child name is uh, uh, advantageous or something like that, then yeah, we're gonna look at you funny. But this name has a meaning. This right. name has a purpose. They don't right. know what this young man may turn out to be. He may be a savior for somebody. Maybe some woman. Mm-hmm. Right. That is true. Maybe his family. Maybe his lineage. Who knows? Right. That is true. But you want to come That's in a- and say, well, just because they think that this name be, may be offensive to others, I want you to change that name. Man, please. I, you know, man, I mean, I look at it as this is another situation to where of course, like on this show, we'll talk about ghetto names. Um, I hate that this little kid, you know, who don't, who doesn't even know what is going on with him right now, mm-hmm. or whatever. And when he gets older and hears this conversation, hears this story, you know, who knows? This judge may still be living. This judge may not be living. This kid may want to speak to this woman when he gets older. I will. You know what that conversation is going to look like. You know, oh, it's going to be something he, interesting. Right. How is he going to feel about that? You know, like someone that you don't even know, that your mother don't even know possibly, but she knows it now, is telling you that, you know, you can't be named something that your mother thought highly about. You know, it wasn't appropriate for you in your life. Now, go ahead. I'm, I'm just saying, for what I was told, you know what I'm saying, and, and I was raised, whatever, you know, your parents name you, you know, that's the, you know, a lot of the character traits from that name you're going to possibly grow into. That's true. I believe so. <clears throat> that's why I yeah. think kids with names that have no meaning to them, that's why I think they're so wild. That's just my opinion. If your name don't have a meaning or a purpose, I think somewhere along that line. And it doesn't have to be a European name. It don't have to be an African name. It could be any other name. But as long as it has some type of meaning, just my opinion, uh, I think that child will take on that characteristics and the traits of that particular name. But um, if, if if a parent can name their child Seven, Seven or Winter or Autumn, or, or, or both, or either. Man, or they got apple. strange names out here for these kids nowadays. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I Man, I kid you not. There's a lady that I ran across, man. Her name is, uh, and I don't mean to sound kind of raunchy with this, y'all, but her name is Edda Dick. And when you read it, it looks like Edda Dick. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. I can only imagine what she went through in middle school. I can Think only imagine. Think about that. It starts there. E T T A. E T T A D. It starts there. It starts in middle school. I what just hope the thing was at a higher level to where she just didn't, you know, lash out to the point to where she was just about to hurt somebody. But I can just <laughs> only imagine. Just only imagine. Only imagine. Wow. Well, <laughs> man, um... Let's get into this Detroit story, man, with the uh, cops uh, in Detroit profiling the young men. Um, Yeah. Definitely want to talk about that. And also, quickly before we get into that, man, and I know we we should have brought this one up. For all those that don't know, old George Zimmerman is demanding an apology 
from black people in regards to the Trayvon Martin situation. Do y'all think we need to really apologize to this fool? I think the only apology he needs to get is a left and a right across his head. Man, I said John Jones. I mean, seriously, this fool, and you notice this fool lost a lot of weight, Al. George Zimmerman lost a lot of weight. When last, when the next time we saw him on camera, he was back to the size when he before he went to court. So as some of the analysts did speculate, he gained that weight to look harmless. Hmm. Think about it. That's true. That's true. Now he's back down to his size. He got the skin hood, skin head, haircut. All the hair's gone again. Right. You know what I'm saying? He's back lifting weights. Getting shotguns, getting more guns, and saying that we need to apologize because he won the case. That's like telling the Goldman family they need to apologize to OJ. Really? Right. Man, come on, man. Somebody need to smack this dude in the face for real. Oh, somebody but, will smack him in the face. Most definitely. I, 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 it, it's karma. Karma. That's all I'm going to say. Karma. Yep. But on to this yep. Detroit uh, case with these young men that. Uh, basically, like Al said, was profiled, and uh, you know I, I, I saw the footage. If you're on our Facebook page, and I mean, if you're on our Facebook group, I've actually posted the actual video from this story on the Facebook page. So make sure you go over to the Middleman Talk Show group. Just go in there and talk to Middleman Talk Show. Uh, type that in and uh, go ch- join our group, and you can see that actual video. But here's a yep. clip in regards to this case, and uh, Al brought this to my attention. And, uh, man, I'm really thrilled by this one. Here we go. They say trouble finds you, and at that day, trouble found me. 20-year-old Taiwan Mitchell and his big brother, 26-year-old Nabon Moore, went to Grandy's Coney Island back in the month of May around midnight. This cannot be proven, but Mitchell says they were being profiled by two Detroit cops in this cruiser who he claims were tailing them close behind. I have no record, so I wasn't really worried. They pulled in behind us. I got kind of nervous, but then they backed away, so I thought everything was cool. You see in this surveillance video, the two brothers are by the counter, and the officers come in. They asked me what did I say to them in the parking lot. I didn't say anything. I was talking to my brother, and I just said, wow, that's crazy. They almost hit my car. And me and my brother said, okay, and turned around. We thought that was the end of it. But it was not over. Shortly after, one of the officers asked the guys for ID. I said, well, what are you going to do with my ID? Please, can you tell me what you're going to do with my ID? And, you know, tell me what I'm doing wrong. Name one thing that we did wrong in this Coney Island. The brothers were yelling, insisting on getting answers to why they were being questioned by the cops saying they know their rights because one is in college for criminal justice, the other studying law. Then, all of a sudden... And pushed, and my brother, like, flipped his hands to, to, to move the push away, and he hit both of us in the same motion. He socked both of them momentarily, bang, bang, in the jaw. Then it was on. The boys in blue and the brothers were brawling. It was a natural reaction. When he hit me, I hit back. Um, and I hit him about three times, and I immediately stopped. I kind of, like, curled up a little bit. We're not saying they did not fight the officers. What we're saying is there was no probable cause. When they found the two young men who were smart, two young men who were college students, when they challenged them, I think they got angry, and they decided to hit them. That is the casebook, textbook explanation of police brutality. Well, this is what DPD tells Fox 2 News. When the incident happened, the officers admitted that they used force and a command-level investigation was conducted. The officers alleged that when they were investigating inside the Coney Island, one of the officers extended his hand and asked one of the young men to step back. But that young man slapped the officer's hand. At that point, the police officers responded with force. After reviewing the video and interviewing the suspects, the use of force was deemed appropriate and reasonable by the department. They shouldn't have profiled us, and if anything, um, they shouldn't have got physical with us because we didn't expect that. We weren't going to get physical with them. We're not crazy. We're not going to just hit cops. We're not going to just hit anyone. So why would you hit us? Never been in trouble. 
um, and I don't want them to think that we're bad people because we hit the cops back. Actually, I want them to look at us as um, the good people, you know. I don't think I would do anything differently. Um, I just feel bad because it's no telling how many other people have been in this type of situation. I'm thankful that mine was on camera and everybody can see it. I'm very disappointed, especially as a person that wanted to go into law enforcement. Um, changed my whole perspective, but actually that just um, gave me that drive to do it more. What are your thoughts on that one, Al? Well, when I went and watched the actual, like I watched the whole entire clip where they showed where the kids pulled up in the parking lot. So when they walked into the restaurant, but they also showed where the police officers pulled in the parking lot behind them and backed their car in. And the guy stated, if you um, go back and listen to the whole interview that he had with that particular news station, the guy stated that, you know, he made a comment, this is crazy. So the police officer assumed he was making a negative comment towards them. That's why they went into the restaurant. And from what he said, they were following them up the road, you know, for a while anyway. You know, they wasn't doing anything, and, you know, they just went to go get something to eat. And if you look at the footage, they got camera angles from two sides of it, you know, and you can visibly see the whole entire fight. There was no, you know, uh, scenes where you could not see what was going on. You can visibly see the whole thing as it started off, how it escalated. You can actually hear the audio. Luckily, these cameras had audio. You can actually hear the audio throughout the whole situation. And from my perspective, looking in as a viewer, they were profiled. They were provoked. The police officers were in the wrong because when those guys actually, you know, came at them and questioning them about their rights, why they were following them, why are you questioning me, why are you asking me for my ID, what is your purpose for you asking me and wanting me my, well, well, wanting to see my ID, that's when the police officers got upset. Mm-hmm. And I guess we'll see how I was going to play out. I hope that I can continue to follow this particular story because you know how some stories, you know, they get, you know, the first uh, show, show of publicity, but you really can't see what happens next because the news doesn't cover it. But I'm hoping something positive comes out of this particular situation because these two guys, they're, they're still in college. One is in Texas and the other one is in college in uh, Detroit. And the youngest one was the one that was actually doing the interview. He's 20. And, you know, I pray that he continues to pursue his, you know, degree in criminal justice and comes out doing something great to help change his community. But I know this has, you know, he will always remember this. Always. It's yeah. like a traumatic event for him. Um, I mean... This is one reason why I believe we as young, our, our young men and as black males, we need to learn the law as much as we can. Um, they have yeah. an event out here called Let Us Make Man, and that's one of the seminars that they do uh, introduce to people where they will treat, you know, teach you about the law and how to react and act towards officers. Now, that's not to say that all officers are bad, but in this particular case right here, like you said, Al, when they bagged into that gas, into that restaurant, their intentions were to let's stop these guys, let's see what they talk about. I mean, it's, it's Gestapo tactics. I don't care what nobody say. It's Gestapo tactics, and it's getting worse and worse and worse for us. As I stated on previous shows, I truly believe it's going to come to a point where we as black males in America will be deemed unfit for society. And then they will have every means and right to put us down by any means necessary on their part. Now, right. were they were they in the wrong for fighting those guys back? I'm not going to say that they were, but at the same time, we know how it gets in society right. out right. here. If you go out there and you right. swing on the officer, what you think going to happen? They gonna, man, right. they going to put every means of, of force against you that they can and potentially kill you. Right. You know what I'm saying? My, so at, my at the end of the day, that I don't mean to cut you out, uh, but my question would be, if I was in a situation for my lawyer, like what level of um, protecting myself goes along with my case? Like how far 
you know, with a particular situation with that police officer coming at me aggressively, trying to grab me when I didn't do anything wrong, do I have to, do I still have the right to protect myself? Even though they say as the law, if you do something in a swinging motion, that is considered um, uh, assaulting a police officer. But what level do I still have the right to defend myself? Uh, um, in, in any particular case, by them being uh, officer of the law, man, they got they got too they got too much power on their hands. Now, yes, they mm-hmm. have to protect themselves as well as protect the, the general public. But at the same time, and, and, you know, I got a partner, and I wish I can get him on here to explain some of this stuff. But, I mean, dude, there's some people they have to get down with. But to target people, in this, and like I said, in this specific case, they walked in behind them. They didn't have to do that. When a young man walked past them, and they're trained to, they're trained to let certain things go, and they're supposed to let certain things go. When he walked by, and even though he wasn't even speaking towards them, he was like, this is crazy. Which that is the reaction for anybody. Right. You know what I'm saying? If I walk past the cop, I'm like, why? Why do you do following us like this? And I walk in next thing you know, I see you up here. Give me your ID. What law did I break? See, that's the thing about. It. There's a couple of clips out there. There was a, a black father uh, where his son was, you know, about to be detained by the police. Man, he laid it down so flat on they couldn't do nothing. Then there was another white gentleman up in Seattle. Y'all can look up those clips. I think they're on YouTube. But the way that he laid down the law on those clips, the, the first thing the officer said to him was, hey, man, uh, are you a law student or something? <laughs> I mean, right. he laid it down that flat. And, I mean, right. we have to get to that point where we are well-versed in the law where we don't have to be accosted by these polices in the manner in which they do all the time. Yep. And not saying that all yep. cops are bad, because some cops are cool. Some cops just take that badge and just go...
you know what I'm saying? Hopefully everybody will be back on next week. Well, I ain't going to say everybody. Hopefully three of us will be on next week. Because we know that ain't going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, shout out to everybody that's on the web chat over there. You know, the conversations, JJUK, all the guests, uh, Don Calypso, man. We appreciate you, my brother. Have that safe trip to the uh, the homeland over there, man, when you get the chance to go. Hopefully your family okay. get a chance to uh, enjoy that, man. And uh, that's quickly, man, if I could speak on Haiti for a moment, man. Why we don't hear anything about Haiti in the news no more? What happened to all that money in the rebuilding process that we were supposed to have? The same thing, like the anniversary for uh, Katrina was a couple of days ago. I don't know if y'all right. remember that. Right. Like we stated after Katrina, it will be soon forgotten in the media. Only a few people speak about it. But at the same time, we as a people need to be a little bit more vigilant when it comes to issues like this. Yes. Haiti has got millions and millions and millions of dollars. As our man Don just stated, none of the money went to the people. How are you going to have that? What, that was two years ago? And it still looks the yes, same? I'm like that. Yes. I know they're still mad about Haiti being, oh, it was 2010, so three years ago. Uh, I know they're still upset with Haiti for being the first uh, uh, African, descendant Africans to, to revolt against that, that oppression that happened to them. Let it go, as y'all tell us to let it go. Let it go. Let them people thrive and let them have their land. They just want to get Haiti back for all for what they did. And, man, much salute to all my Haitian brothers out there, the ones that are doing the right thing. Letting you know. Most Keep definitely. eyes on people. Most definitely. Most definitely. And to everyone who continue to listen to the Middleman um, radio show through our archives, we definitely appreciate that. If you do have the app um, for iPhone or any other phone, um, it's called Podcast. You can actually type in the Middleman Talk Show and you can download our thread and listen to all our shows way back from when we first started. And you can definitely um, continue to listen. If you cannot listen live, you can definitely just continue to listen to our shows via the podcast. Um, we definitely appreciate everyone to, that supports us and continue to support us. Uh, tune in on Tuesday at 10 a.m. for Tuesday Morning Takeover with Nick Eden. Also, tune in to the Middleman Talk Show on Top of the Town Thursday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. And, of course, every Sunday, the Middleman Talk Show at 6 p.m., we also have some upcoming shows, which we will be doing throughout the week. Um, in the future, we'll definitely give you guys more updates on those. And join our Facebook um, group page, The Middle Men Talk Show. Tell the friend to tell the friend to continue to join our page. We definitely um, want to thank everyone who is a part of our Middle Men page that listen to our show every week. Thanks for taking an hour out of your day to listen to The Middle Men on The Middle Men Radio.